Hi, I'm Larato Skanka, but you can call me Olarato though, and you're listening to Living Content Podcast. Hello, sis. Welcome to our seventh episode of Living Content, where we learn to love and embrace all parts of who we are and our human experiences. I actually learned that this podcast is not only listened by women, but also men. So I know that even though I had my girls in mind um, when I created this podcast, this seems not to be inclusive or rather it does not acknowledge others in the room. So I'm going to change my salutation a bit um, while still honoring my girls, but I want to have everyone seen and acknowledged, especially if you are finding this podcast um, to be helpful to you in some way. So let's do it again. Hello, sis and the brother in the room. Hello, fam. I hope that you are having a lovely day today. So the other day I was thinking, you know how much I love you guys so much. I love you so much that I give you long replies on my DMs, right? Um, So I really need you to show me your love openly here too. Just to copy and paste your DM reviews and paste them here. Um, It really helps anyone who's browsing through to find out what the podcast is about before they could listen. It's like the reviews that you read at the back of the book before reading the book just the highlights of which episode benefited you or helped you in some way so it helps anyone who's actually just browsing through to find out what the podcast is about share your reviews here well this is my dose of vulnerability for this episode asking you to show your love openly anyone who fears rejection so much knows how hard it is to put yourself out like this um, and ask because of the fear of how the outcome may look like, but also the fear of being perceived different to what your true intentions are. Um, But I'm here and we're all about normalizing awkward and honest asks or conversations or just conversations. So let's stop keeping our love a secret. Let's be official, you know? Are we doing this or not? You know, let me not imagine things. So please rate and review the podcast wherever you can on whichever platform that you actually listen from. I'm actually thinking of doing an episode about this fear of rejection and um, not imagining love just, you know, along those themes. I have dogs barking um, in my neighbor's house. So if you hear dogs in the background, apologies for that. Now let's get into today's episode Today's episode is about embracing the different opinions and defining what success looks like for you. I have gotten to a point in life where I have learned to appreciate that things are not always going to be black or white, true or false, and there will not always be one true answer, one solution, or one formula to life. That even what I believe is not what everyone should. What works for me does not mean will work for someone else. And what does not work for me does not mean that it will not work for someone else. For this reason, I have also embraced that even debates or arguments do not necessarily have to have a winner or someone whose answer is the only correct one. And that some people can be experiencing daytime while I'm experiencing nighttime and others in between all at the same time. But it does not mean that their experience is less true or that mine is not. 
basically two or more truths can coexist at the same time and that's okay we may experience the same thing at the same time but we may perceive it different i'm sure you know this about your siblings you experience the same childhood but you turn out to be completely different people just with resemblance there and there now this has truly helped me realize that my truth does not have to be the universal truth it does not have to apply to everyone and therefore i don't need to compare or police any truth that is different to mine i can acknowledge the light in you and still see the light in me i don't have to invalidate anyone's truth and in the same breath i don't have to invalidate mine this applies to my unique path in life my gifts my purpose I'm able to embrace what is mine even when it looks different and at times there might be no reference to glean as much guidance from. But more importantly, I'm able to discern what opinions I should worry myself with and what advice I can take. It has to be that it applies or aligns to my own journey no matter how good or profound the advice is. It has to resonate first. There will always be a million ways to be successful and there will always be a million definitions of what success looks like. Now to be content with who we are one should acknowledge the differing opinions and many ways to be successful but still define one that speak to your core to you as a person you might remember when i said that the way i may have dealt with things may not necessarily fit your situation but if it does resonate please use your own discretion on what applies and what does not apply to your situation what does not work for me does not necessarily mean it will not work for you and sometimes there are situations that warrant you to leave but there are others that may require you to give your effort and stay through the course complete what you started you don't have to go around picking all fruits even those that do not fit your diet they may be good but particularly not for you part of living content is learning not to take every information advice or people's miracles as formula to your own life they can be inspiration but we can never replicate anyone's life so imagine if we were all meant to be the same imagine what a boring world would that be right but in this day and age we live in one where everyone has their own fingerprint purpose but most of us are fighting to fill up the same predefined things for us that it becomes difficult for one to really think about what and who they truly are and fully embrace their uniqueness even if there is no reference in the beginning i get that sometimes embracing your uniqueness may not be safe but so long as it doesn't harm anyone else why not for a minute think about your organs for example imagine if your liver fought to be like your heart and your pancreas found it mundane to be a pancreas and also wanted to be your heart and your lungs were tired of not being acknowledged and wanted to be your heart think about how dysfunctional would your body be and how each one of your organs would be missing out on their importance to this big picture creation which they matter to even if they may not play the same role each one is needed and each one is important so see yourself in that way your role to this world your role to this life your role to life generally to this big picture of life is important no matter how you think that it may be mundane or boring or insignificant how you define success for yourself shouldn't be measured according to anyone else's 
it should be that it resonates with you and it's something that resembles you at your core, right? Today's episode is particularly important to me because I wanted to dismantle the idea that entrepreneurship is for all of us or that you cannot thrive in a nine-to-five paycheck system as though that's not a radical enough choice or that your worth should shrink because you decided to be a stay-at-home mom or dad or that your own definition of success should look a particular way for it to be accommodated or be somewhat respected. At times, my husband calls me a hippie, um, or calls me hippie rather, for thinking this way. But my definition of success is being able to wake up each day and have choice to be and do the things I love, no matter how not so big they are. It may not be that it's 100% what I get to do in my day-to-day, but just getting to do a bit of it, it's a blessing to me. And that I can choose slow and intentional life. I can choose peace joy and love and still feel safe and that marks success for me now what marks success for you as someone who has voluntarily been out of a nine to five and gone back again i know the difference between the two of being at home and being at work i know now what works for me and what doesn't leaving my previous nine to five was the best thing i did for my mental health That even though I was financially not in excess, I was at my most happiest in life. However, I also remembered how I was constrained to do the things I love because mostly I became impatient with my passion projects not being able to generate me an income, especially because it cost me a lot financially. So then I decided that going back to the labor market was going to fund my passion project and allow me freedom to create freely without pressure, but granting myself grace when I do fall, you know, when I do fail, to grant myself more grace and allow my nine to five to actually fund my passion project. And this is a choice I made and had to be content with. It landed me where I am today with a nine to five again. It does not mean that it does not come with its own challenges though, of sleeping late, waking up much early, But it's a choice I made and decided to be content with, especially for this journey to be a joyful one. It's a choice I made and each day I'm intentional with, I have to show up for it still because it finds my passion project. It's the challenges that I'm willing to endure for me to actually be living a successful life or a fulfilling life every day. Throughout me seeking and sort of finding my purpose, I had to ask myself questions on how I define my own success and honestly unpack what truly matters to me without measuring or comparing the bigness of it. I will cover five of these questions which I had to sit down with to assist you in learning to define your own success for yourself and how to know whether a path is for you or not. By that I mean worth trying or not, because at times you only know what is for you once you have tried it, right? But is it worth trying? Is it worth knowing and finding out whether this is for you or not? And I'll also just talk about why it's important to define your own success, because it really is. Now let's cross over to the next segment to unpack these questions. I think what is mainly important to ask yourself whenever you see someone thriving in whatever their field of choice is, 
and you think perhaps I should also do that is, am I willing to endure all the possible challenges that I can think of that comes with choosing this path? Because every game you choose in life comes with its own obstacles. For example, being a full-time influencer or an entrepreneur comes with its own challenges of unstable income, sometimes not knowing where the gigs would come from, feelings of being demotivated. But even in that time, you still need to produce and create content that has to be on the shelves. You still need motivation. And that motivation will be there only if this is really what you're willing to endure. Only if this is the challenges that you're willing to endure for you to get to a point where you want to see yourself. In the same way with motherhood or having a full-time job, you have less time to do things you love, less time to yourself, but even there, you find your own motivation so long as it is the path that you are willing to endure the challenges of to live a fulfilled life. And in those instances, joy will also look different. What you see as joy will look different. The second one is, if I do pursue this, would in some way add into my life, even if I do fail or change my mind in the process? Could it help me see whether my true interests lie in this field? And will I potentially reuse the learnings that I gather from this in some way to reroute to a path that then resonates with me? Then the third one, write down how you define success for yourself currently. Then ask yourself these questions. Does it really look like mine? Am I not trying to make someone more proud than I? Is there someone to blame if this does not go well? And who takes the victory even if I do well? Are you doing this to please or to prove to someone? Perhaps your parents. Is this truly for you or for someone else? I know that every child and every person lives to make their parents really proud. But I think that they could still be proud of you, seeing you thrive in the field that you love the most. Whether it makes the money that they desired for you or not, or gives them the status or pride, they should be proud in seeing you thrive in the field that you love the most. I know that even today I still have my mom telling me that she would be proud of me if I was to do my PhD. She'd be happy if I do it. But that's not my wish and that's not my story for myself. And I know because I know for sure that's something that she's going to be prideful about um, when she goes to church. That's going to be something that she's going to talk about. So I know now that I can choose what truly looks like what I want to do. And even though it may seem like it's late in life, but it's not too late to decide on what I have discovered to work for me, even after um, a long journey of having reroute so many times, even after a long journey of traveling the wrong path, but all of that didn't go to waste. And right now I can decide to take a U-turn if it's a U-turn, but most importantly, I can decide what looks like what I define success for myself. And I no longer need to actually prove to anyone or to still impress anyone or please anyone but myself. The fourth one is, then ask yourself, has this definition inherited any fear, doubt, or projection of my trauma? Sometimes we believe we cannot achieve things because no one ever believed we could do so. Or sometimes we fight to achieve things because we are still working to prove to someone that we can do it. 
even when it is not our intended path for ourselves, like I made an example previously, ask yourself, am I not trying to prove to someone? And sometimes it can be the fear of being the first one and not having any reference to guide you, not having any story to say how did it go for them and to glean any lessons from their stories. Sometimes it can be the fear that you are the first one in your family doing this and how would it look like being the first? Most careers that we know of are predefined now, but they were not all there at some point. It just took someone either bringing about solution or bringing about hope that a new career path was formed. And over time, their courage to start a new thing was contagious that the same career was sustained by those who came after. It may have taken decades to be solidified or to grow into different branches, but it took someone who did what did not have any reference before. So don't be afraid when who you want to become has no reference for guidance or when you are the first in your family to choose different. At times, you'll be the first chosen to start a new thing. The absence of that path does not mean that a new one cannot be formed. I know for sure that your guides will find you along the way. The universe will help you co-create what you're working towards. The universe will literally bring you all that you need to achieve what you want to achieve. Will bring you all the resources, all the people, all the connection that you need to actually get to where you are going. And lastly, which is the fifth one. Will I truly be content doing this or will I be able to cultivate contentment in some way while working towards reaching this goal? Make your decisions and be content with it or learn to live content with it. For you to win the convenience later, you have to be inconvenienced in some way during your journey there. But it does not mean that you cannot choose to make the journey one that you love still. You cannot make the journey one that you enjoy still. And remember that God can only co-create with you once you have decided to act upon the ideas and dreams that found you. Opportunities will only meet you along the way and not home pressing repeat. Now to touch on how defining your own success can help you. I know that defining your success will help you anchor your why. And to always have something to refer to, to align whenever you lose sight. Because sometimes we end up making people's achievements our own new goals, unknowingly and unconsciously. Especially if we haven't defined what our own success looks like. Being a consumer of social media content can also bring the anxiety of feeling like there's a lot of aspects in your life that are lagging behind. The collective view of everyone's highlights may cause you to hurry the ones that were not priority for you. Defining your own success also helps you outline the priorities first. The first tick boxes that you need to tick first. And it also helps with being able to celebrate your wins and not miss them when they happen, big or small. You are also able to see the things that you once laid out for yourself as your success marks. That when they happen, when they manifest, you stop and celebrate your life. You stop and acknowledge them. You stop and celebrate you. That's it on defining your own success and what it looks like to you. And I hope that in some way, really, um, these help you 
in learning to define your own success and truly being honest with yourself if really it looks like your own and um you're not putting anyone first before you because you matter in your story so the way you weave it it has to be that it pleases you first it makes you happy first now let's get into today's segment on affirmations Today's affirmations are on speaking the word I am into our lives in the present tense and with the knowing that it is true. This is a reminder and also being mindful of the words that we put next to I am as every word speaks life um, into our life, right? Um, so make them positive, make them true, make them what you know and believe to be true about you. And this is a list of them that I wrote for today's affirmation. I am divine. I am unique. I am gifted and talented. I am worthy of all the desires I have. I am deserving of the life my heart yearns for. I am important and my dreams matter. I am courageous. I am capable of bringing life to all the dreams and ideas that found me. I am deserving of all the good things. I am growing, maturing and expanding into who I am meant to be. I am allowing to embrace all of me and it is safe to be all of me. On this line, put your name to it next to I am. For me, I will put it this way. I am Lerato and I am loved, supported and held by the divine. All that I do desire and work on, God and the universe will help me co-create. I am. I wanted to share some good news. This weekend, I will be showing up for my first therapy session and I am really so excited and looking forward to it. I don't know if I'll be sharing this, um, but we'll see. So I know we need to be excited for therapy these days, guys. We need to. Yeah, I'm really excited and looking forward to it. Um, it's my first show. Anyway, that's it from me from today. Um, stay blessed. Have a good one, sis. And have a good one, the brother in the room. Have a good one too. Chat to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes, and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So do share that too with me and be sure to check the podcast out on Instagram. Keep well, chat to you soon.